that is the first lesson. We've got to work on ourselves so that we can step up in the relationship, step up in our relationship with others. It's the key. And so many of us, we think we're doing something good by sacrificing for another person. Many women do that, like put everybody else uh, in front of them and care for everyone else except them. Many men put their work ahead of everything else because they feel like they're taking care of their families or whatever. And, but the truth is you're not. The truth is the most important thing that you can ever give a person is the gift of you. Bienvenido al legendario podcast de la vida. Soy el experto en salud Ted Rice y vengo a usted desde Medellín, Colombia. Uh, that is welcome to the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm health expert Ted Rice and I'm coming to you today from Medellín, Colombia, where I've been for just a couple days. And if you've never listened to the Legendary Life Podcast, and you're wondering, what am I even talking about right now and what you're getting yourself into? Legendary Life is all about breaking down health and fitness information so that you get clear on the science behind how to prevent disease, lose body fat, optimize your energy, and more. But today is a real Talk Friday, and I wanted to follow up today with what I guess this it's not really a three-part series, but that's what it's kind of turning into. I wanted to share with you the end of my experience with my dad. So if you don't know what I'm talking about because you're just listening to this now, for the past two episodes, I've shared with you how I got really triggered when I came back from Thailand and to my dad, and I was so excited to see him. And then I showed up, he was in really bad shape, not just physically, but emotionally. And Instead of having this great time with him, he was in a really bad mood. It triggered the hell out of me. And I, you, what I usually do is I put myself in a good mental state, a good psychological state before I record these podcasts. And usually I don't have to try that hard because I'm really excited about, I hope that comes across, right? Like I really love doing this and I can't wait to do more of uh, just taking the show bigger and having it be more impactful for you. But I recorded it raw because I wanted to share with you, a lot of people, what they do is they, they'll look at my life. Now, I'm, my business is doing better than ever. I'm traveling the world. I was in Southeast Asia, and now I'm going to be traveling throughout South America and bouncing back to see my dad in Vero Beach, Florida. And people look at my life, you're like, you're living the dream. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. It's like, well, yeah, but do you think I don't have problems? Do you think that the people driving around Ferraris or living in mansions don't have problems? The people running businesses don't have problems. They just tackle them differently. And not all of them. Some of them are complete messes. They just happen to be functional drug addicts or gambling addicts or sex addicts or alcoholics, and they can still go to work and make money but the rest of their life is a mess. And so I wanted to share with you, I, my life isn't a mess in any way whatsoever, even though emotionally I can be a mess. And there, there's a difference, right? My life is not a mess. It's going exactly in the right direction. But sometimes I'm a mess. Does that make sense? There's an important distinction there because it's okay to be a mess emotionally. And that's one of the things that I wanted to 
share with you with this three-part series. Now, the second part, uh, it was me kind of sharing like how I had to step up. And so today, what I want to do is I want to share with you like the end result of this case study where I ended up leaving my dad. So I spent a good week with him. And in case you're wondering, is this going to be relevant to me? I'm going to make it relevant to you because we all have negative people in our life. We all have situations that arise that affect us emotionally that we'd rather not go through, but there we are. We're finding ourselves going through that particular situation or dealing with someone. And so in this case, it was my dad, but in your case, it might be someone else. And so here's what happened. I showed up, got triggered, got into some arguments with him, got super hard on him. And some of it was a bit too much. And in that process, I started losing control of myself, meaning I started binge eating. Uh, For the first time in, I don't know, probably years, I had gone without meditating every day. I, I skipped, I think, three or four days of meditation, highly unusual for me. And I was binge eating at my dad's house because the emotions were so strong. I was just basically trying to survive the situation. Not just survive it, but step up for him. And it involved me taking shit from him, taking abusive behavior from him, right? Now, I say abusive because I do believe that's technically correct. However, he is just, uh, he's acting out. He's angry like so many people do. And when some people are angry and not all, but some people and they don't have healthy boundaries, what they do is they, they feel bad and they'll lash out at you because why? Because you're around. And, uh, you know, I had to take some of that and I did it on purpose because I wanted to be there for him. I wanted to do my best to try to make a positive impact. And so here's what happened. I had talks with him. And one of the things I want to say is I explained the situation initially as it appeared to me, but what I come to find out is his situation was quite different. So his problem was that he was in a massive amount of pain. And pain sucks, right? Chronic pain. I mean, we all go through pain in life, but when something's chronic, so he was suffering from chronic pain for, I guess, the past month or maybe even longer. And it was from the way the nurses were wrapping his legs. So he had two problems. He had sores on his legs and then he had edema because of his congestive heart failure. Congestive heart failure is when your heart is weak and it can't pump the blood effectively throughout your whole body. So it ends up pulling in your legs and your legs swell up and his legs were quite swollen. And he had these sores from a fall he had taken. So they were wrapping, they were putting bandages on the sores, but then they were wrapping his legs aggressively to try to squeeze the the fluid back up into his body. And they were coming every day to do that. And so what was happening is the wraps were causing extreme pain on the wounds because the edema was the thing that they were prioritizing, but it was just crushing him and killing him, causing him too much pain to where he was not sleeping at night and just taking pain pills. And so because I showed up, because I made a difference, uh, because I um, was able to manage my emotions well enough to evaluate this situation, because I was able to weather his emotional storm, because of the tools, because I mean, I could have in the past, I might've gotten really angry, told him fuck off and then walked out and just maybe not even come back. Right. But because I've worked on our relationship, because I've worked on myself, 
I, I wasn't in the situation where I felt like I needed to do that. I felt like I could stay in it, even though it was highly uncomfortable. And that is the first lesson. We've got to work on ourselves so that we can step up in the relationship, it, step up in our relationship with others. It's the key. And so many of us, we think we're doing something good by sacrificing for another person. Many women do that, like put everybody else uh, in front of them and care for everyone else except them. Many men put their work ahead of everything else because they feel like they're taking care of their families or whatever. And But the truth is you're not. The truth is the most important thing that you can ever give a person is the gift of you. And this doesn't matter if it's your parents, your children, your spouse, your friends, your coworkers. The most important gift you can give is you. And if you're fucked up, then it doesn't matter what you say you're doing for them. Oh, I take them to soccer practice. I take them to their lessons. I fix their food. I make sure they have their dental appointments. I make sure I go to work and work my butt off so I can come home and just check out and drink alcohol so I don't have to, you know, I check out of my relationship with my parent, my, my, my family because I've been working so hard for them and I do it all for them, right? Which is also a lie, right? We, we do things because it, there's something in it for us. There's always something in it for us or else we wouldn't do it. So it's a lie. And beyond that, it's not really true that it's such a big gift if we're not giving the gift of us to who we care about. So that's the number one lesson. And we need to prioritize self-care. It just, it has to be that way. There's nobody, there's no car that's going to keep functioning well, driving well without proper maintenance, without changing the oil, without taking it into its checkup. And the same thing goes for you. So stop saying that if you happen to be a person who says that oh, I do everything for everybody else and I don't do it for me. Number one, you're doing it for you because it's easier to focus on other people and fix their problems than it is to focus on your own. And number two, the most important gift is you, right? So let's move on now. The second thing is we need to be in an emotionally calm or at least as calm as possible state because if we're not, we can't think straight and we can't evaluate the situation properly. Because I was just looking at my dad, just like, hey, man, you're messing up. But the situation wasn't all his fault. It was that these he, he was getting poor medical care, which surprise, surprise, right? Surprise, surprise, if you're in America. Uh, it's not a surprise at all. If you're in Australia, Canada, UK, it, it's not very good here in general. Uh, the doctors are stressed. And I'm not going to go into it, but it's just not great care here, okay? This episode is sponsored by Organifi. Do you want to know a secret that all my coaching clients follow? It's really simple, but powerful. Add vegetables into each meal. But let's be honest, most of us, including myself, don't eat the recommended servings of vegetables and fruits each day. So for those of us who are on the go or have trouble eating healthy, having a greens powder makes it easy to get your greens in every single day, no matter how busy you are. And that's why I use and recommend Organifi Green Juice, a superfood powder that you just add water to so that you can get your greens in even when you're on the go. The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is that it actually tastes great. But don't believe me, try it for yourself and use the code 
TED20, that's capital T-E-D, the number 20, at www.organifi.com. That's organifi.com to receive 20% off your first order. But hurry, this is a limited time discount for Legendary Life listeners. Now, back to the episode. And so he wasn't getting great care and it was uh, the plan of treatment was affecting him in a psychologically very damaging way because the nurses, the doctors, they were looking at treating the specific issues, which is important, but you have to look at the whole picture. And if it's turning someone into traumadol, an opioid dependent, uh, angry, sleep deprived, miserable, old curmudgeon, that's not acceptable right? That should not be acceptable as a result. So I was able to see things clearly. And that is the important thing about maintaining a positive mental state, or I shouldn't say positive, but at least a calm, clear mental state. And meditation helps a lot with that. Doing things that get you in the moment, get you into a flow state, help with that. Exercise, yes, helps too. But really, um, I think there are things that benefit you much more because exercise is just kind of routine for most of us. And it's just, it's like brushing your teeth. We need the things that bring excitement that pull us into the moment. And for a lot of people, exercise is a time to where their mind goes a lot and and their mind's running and uh, processing things and thinking about things. I mean, I know that's true for me. So the, the last thing I would say is because of the way I showed up, the way we left is this. My dad was thanking me because he was like, thanks so much, Ted. You know, I feel like nobody else has my back. And, you know, you, you're, you're the one person here who doesn't have an agenda. And of course, I do have an agenda. Everybody has an agenda. But my agenda just happens to work in concert with or be congruent with what his agenda is, right? I want him to feel good. I want him to get better. And so what I did to make sure that was going to happen because talking really doesn't accomplish much. I had him do experiences. I took him out. Uh, We went to eat Korean barbecue. He had a great time. The Korean barbecue wasn't even as good as what I had in Bangkok. Uh, I just ate Korean barbecue in little Koreatown in Bangkok. It was fantastic. But, But for him, it was a big deal. right? And that's another key point. It's not about what we think is amazing. It's about what the other person wants. So it was a big deal for him. Another thing we did, it was we went and watched 1917. Wow, what a movie. And so he got out of his house. He got out of his routine. And a movie is a perfect, perfect excuse to go and do that. And it's something that someone in his situation could do, even though he's using a walker to get around right now. And uh, what I also did with him is I showed him an exercise, one exercise. Now he's working with a physical therapist once a week. But unfortunately, like a lot of people, she's not or he's not that good. I showed him one exercise and it made a huge difference. I was like, I I told him, dad, just do this exercise and do it several times a day. And and your function is going to start to return. And it started returning. The last thing I did was because of his situation, mobility restricted, diminished strength, diminished ability to do things in his house. What I did is because it was so cluttered in there and he has someone coming clean for him, but she doesn't declutter. She doesn't throw away old stuff, partly because, you know, people who clean the house, they're probably afraid to do that. 
unless you ask them. And I said, dad, let's go through this stuff. And he's, he's like, has this compulsive buying habit, just like people have compulsive eating. They're eating to try to make themselves feel better. Uh, my dad is buying stuff to make himself feel better. And he was actually eating a lot of junk too. And I was eating a lot of junk to try to make myself feel better. We all do it. We all do something to make ourselves feel better, but it doesn't really actually make ourselves feel better, right? I mean, short term it does, but longer term it doesn't really deal with the underlying issue. And so by the end of it, I was uh, driving back. I was driving to Fort Lauderdale Airport from Vero Beach, which is a good two-hour drive. And I was talking to my dad the entire way, and we had a great conversation. And he was just like, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm like, I'm grateful for you. You, ha- you have my back. And so every there, so what I'm trying to say here is there's a happy ending. And, some, and, and at the beginning, I didn't think there was, right? I was like, I was so triggered. I was so upset. I was like, what am I going to do here? I don't want to be in this situation. It's not what I expected. But there is usually, I would even say there's always an answer. There's always an answer. It's not, sometimes it's not clear immediately, but there's always an answer. And I'll tell you this too. Somehow I had planned to leave a week later. So I was only there for a week to see him. Actually, I think six days. And it worked out perfectly because as I was leaving, I started giving him the gift of missing me already. So I came and we had our time together. And then I left. Instead of him taking me for granted, which a lot of people do when, when they're in the state that he's in. And I'm, I mean, we're, we're all guilty of this to, in one time of our lives and another to some extent or another. But I gave him the gift of missing me. He was like, oh, you know, I, I'm just starting to feel better and you're already going to go. And I'm like, dad, I, I can come back in four to six weeks. It's not a problem. I'm happy to do it. In fact, I moved to this part of the world specifically so that I would be closer. Now I'm a $100 to $200 flight and three hours away instead of the 20-hour journey that costs, you know, 1200 bucks. So I did that on purpose. And, and he's like, you know what? When you leave, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to step up. I'm going to do better. I'm going to really work hard. I want to do I want to do what we have planned. I want to go to the Grand Canyon. I want to do these things. I want to step up and do better. And so I said, awesome. That's great, dad. I support you. I want to talk to you every day. And, and another thing I told him, I was like, hey, listen, I know you don't want to burden me with your physical problems and your health issues, but the problem is you end up burdening me when I show up instead of helping you when I'm not there, talking to me when I'm not there bringing it up on the call. And so many of us, we don't communicate properly. We don't ask for help when we need it. And then it becomes a crisis. And then it's much more of a burden. So if you've ever said, oh, I don't want to be a burden, chances are you're being a serious burden instead of being a regular burden and having asking for help, a little burden, you become a major burden when it becomes a crisis. So stop doing that if you happen to be one of those people. Just no reason to do that. And um, so anyway, that there's the happy ending. And now I'm in Colombia, Medellin, and I'm here to learn Spanish, which is something I should have done a long time ago. And uh, just enjoying the view. There's a beautiful view from the apartment. I, I don't know if you can hear the birds and the noises of Medellin down below, but it's uh, it's a beautiful place. The beef is good. It's only my second day here, so... 
but people are nice and uh, it's an amazing part of town. So life is good. And I, I guess that's the last lesson that I'd leave you with is sometimes we get so sucked into the moment of a crisis, crisis or crises and we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I want to tell you, there always is a light at the end of the tunnel. This too shall pass. And in one year, I'll look back at the event that happened with my dad. I won't even really think about it. I may not even remember it that well. You may even have to remind me. Or if you're going through a bankruptcy, a divorce, a health crisis, whatever, you'll probably look back and say, you know, I went through those hard times, but I got through it. So a year later, five years later, 10 years later, you're going to look back. You're not going to even think about it the same way and try to keep that perspective because when you're so sucked into the moment, the stress, the threat, it's hard to remind yourself of that. But here I am reminding you. And so that concludes all I want to talk about today. I'm going to share more from this new journey that I've embarked on. And I've got some more things that I'm not going to get into today, but some other major life changes that have happened that I want to share with you that I've kind of been holding back on, holding back on sharing. So I'll be talking about that soon. Also, we'll get Giselle on the podcast. She's finally agreed. She's finally committed to sitting down and doing a follow-up episode together. I really enjoy those and I hope you do as well. And so that's all I have to say today. So I will want to wish you an amazing weekend. I want you to keep in mind all the lessons from today. And I want you to think about how you can take action because that's the key, taking action on this. What are you going to do differently after listening, spending your valuable time listening to this episode? What are you going to do differently? That is the billion dollar or maybe even trillion dollar question. Because it's that action that is going to lead you to a better experience of life. So that's all I've got today. Love you. Enjoy your weekend. And I'll talk to you soon.